Welcome to the Something Something Experience Podcast, Episode 15. I'm Michael John Simpson. My co-caster, Ash Jones, and I started this podcast to give voice to our passions. Our guest is creator of Tales of the Extraordinary and Adventure, writer and actor Michael Coleman. Ash was under the weather, so I flew solo this time. Michael and I talked about the origins of our podcast, Dungeon Master, Tales of the Extraordinary, Adventure, voiceover acting, learning Russian versus Japanese, teaching in Japan, appropriating comedy, nerd and alternative culture versus normals, The Shadow of Mordor, Skyrim, 90s concerts, modern music, Doctor Who, and cosplaying as Littlefinger. 3, 2, 1, liftoff! It's episode 15 of the Something Something Experience. Yeah, yeah, it works really well. So we're just chatting? Yeah, we're just chatting. We're recording already. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's a a soundboard, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, yeah. You can actually fill in sounds on here and and use them as, like, carts. So we can be uh, Dateline. Yeah, if I wanted to do, you know, fart noises or, you know, sirens or whistles (laughs) or whatever like that, so... So how you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. No, where you been? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, I haven't been going to ground control because I work in Moore Park, and trying to get from Moore Park to Glendale when you live in Valencia... On a school night <laughs> is not the easiest thing in the world. But. Yeah, they got me working Mondays, so I have. Oh, yeah, yeah. And half the time I go there, I uh, my ears bleed. Oh, because it's loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andrew likes it loud. Yeah, he does. He does. I don't think anybody knows that he's going. No one's told him he's going deaf, and even if they I, did, he wouldn't hear him. <laughs> I've known that for years. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you've been to the new place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The complex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's a subwoofer at seating level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if yeah. you're listening, it's just like physically hurts you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so what is this? Karen says it's uh, Saint Michael talks to his friends. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, I mean, well, we've talked to a couple of uh, Ash's friends as well, but it's it's basically, um, I just okay. So Ash and I started. We we worked together, and uh, uh, probably, and we would have these huge, grand, um, uh, epic conversations about everything at work to the point where we would be standing in the hallway talking for 15 minutes and people would stop to listen (laughs) because we, you know, we, we were standing in the hallway. The way this started was we were standing in the hallway at, uh, Oh, this is, is this must be our origin special. Now Um, we were standing in the hallway at work and we were having a conversation which turned toward the seventies and the golden age of cinema and the transition, the time I... period during which movie media culture transitioned from everybody talking like this and say, buddy, what do you think you're doing? Yeah, yeah. To talking like people really talk. Is that the Where, 70s? Yeah, 1970, oh, late like 60s, 60s yeah. early 70s, American cinema adapted yeah. the French cinema verite into the zeitgeist of, of American cinema. Yeah, early 60s and late 60s, completely Completely different. different. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Because, I mean, you know, early 60s... It's still boat, the 50s. The Boatniks. <laughs> late 60s, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, you know, And then er, into the 70s, you got, you know, uh, The Godfather, and you've got um, uh, uh, China or, uh, French Connection, and, you know, movies really gritty, tough, and yeah. not just copper crime movies, but just the way that people talked was much more realistic, and how that changed... So we're talking about this, and I used the word verisimilitude, and this guy just stopped and turned around and was just 
sucked right into our conversation. <laughs> and we talked, wound up talking to him for 10 minutes. And he went on his way and he talked about how he loves watching movies on A&E. And he misses, you know, Robert uh, Carlyle, whatever his name was. The, the, the old guy who did all the, the old gay guy who did all the, uh, hosted all the movies on AMC or whatever. Or, sure, or um, Robert Carlyle's a... Right, yeah, not Robert Carlyle. Yeah, totally different guy. Right, completely different guy. Who am I yes. thinking of? Robert, yeah. somebody, anyway. But yes. the the guy, you know, who I'm talking about. So anyway, we started talking about all that, and then he took off, and I said we should start a podcast. So I went and bought this microphone and downloaded this software and stuck it on the iPad. And 14 now, this will be 15 episodes later, two and a half months, and over 1,700 listens worldwide. Yeah. Um, of our various episodes and we've got people on board you know we've got you now and then um, we've got people booked up through September, uh, December um, we're going to be talking to some our our guest list is starting to or our, our horizons are starting to widen to the point where we're going to venture into territory of talking to people we don't actually know firsthand. <laughs> um I was talking to Howard you know Howard obviously yeah, and um he is alive, and he was a guest on the podcast, and um, he made it uh, sound as if we might actually be able to get David J on the podcast. Oh yeah, right. So, and you know, David, J, you know, Bauhaus is like only one of two bands that I have a tattoo of, so <laughs> that would be a big deal for me. Okay. Oh, did you see? I don't know it's if you saw. Real side, real quick side note: Howard posted on Facebook that David J mentioned him in his book. Nice. David J just put out this new book. And uh, all about the Bauhaus and Love and Rockets years. And he tells a story about page 165 or something where he met Howard when the same night he met Timothy Leary. Because Howard was Timothy Leary's sense. assistant for a while. <laughs> so, yeah. What a strange life. Howard, I can't wait for Howard's book. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Um, anyway, we're here to talk yes. about you. But, yes. Um, so, oh, no. the things that we wanted, I wanted to talk about was uh, we talked to Bonnie Gordon. Yes. Who's a very good friend of both of ours. And um, I wanted to talk about uh, adventure and dungeon master and tales of the extraordinary. I'm sure she and probably talked about. She that. did, she yeah. did. But you're the dude who started it. She's so. my meat puppet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and and it's one of those things where I kick myself that I've never been to those shows because that all those shows are right up my alley. I love the whole you know old timey radio thing, and I love the I love the whole. Um, yeah, it's improv sci-fi with thing a, and a sci-fi thing and and we just take and, tropes and yeah, just pound them yeah, pound them together into some kind of a semblance of a show. We did a uh, um, like each season was different. I don't know if she mentioned that. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I, we didn't. So let's oh. talk about <laughs> let's, let's talk about which one started first. Oh, that well, uh, if you want to bring Dungeon Master into it, um, I guess I started that. I, I didn't start that, but I was in that. Yeah, uh, for from about uh, I was an audience member in two thousand one when it was still a thing. Uh, official, and then um, yeah. we kind of took it over because the uh, the guy who ran it was like, ah, no one's coming to these things, and all the fans were like, ours, and so we kept it going till like I left in 2012, right, uh, to start Adventure. Well, I'd already so a good 11 year run, yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I was part of the cast for only about 10, and then uh, uh, I forgot where I was going. Oh, they're still going. They're over down in Vortex in downtown LA in this big warehouse. Cool, um, totally different show, <laughs> but yeah. one of the old guys is is still part of it and. Uh, a couple of the old people are still there. So. Cool. But anyway, we started uh, in the middle of that. Uh, actually, I started a writing. I was in a writing group every Tuesday, and we'd get together. We'd say, "Hey, I have an idea for this." Like, "Okay, write it." It could be comic books, it could be scripts, novels. Um, and I eventually came up with uh, 
they did not like my idea for Tales of Extraordinary, so <laughs> I gave them a whole another one on a whole uh, high school uh, ninja uh, thing. Uh, and then I was like, you know, screw these guys, and I started writing the Tales of Extraordinary as a screenplay. Right. And um, maybe a pilot, but maybe just a screenplay. And then they were like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. And then as, I believe one of the guys, as he was reading, it was like, monkey fighting sodomites, you got to make a t-shirt of that. So <laughs> I have a t-shirt of that. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'll have a script reading. And I had people that I knew, Taliesin, um came over as a drunk Irish cop. And uh, you remember uh, Evelyn? No, no. From OK. <laughs> she was a ground control for a little while. She had like, yeah. this beautiful just voice. Yeah. And she did one character and it was very, very deep sort of Oh, rich. that sultry kind yeah. of Kathleen Turner. That's right. But right. Very, very loud and very 20s. Right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. And then uh, we were listening to it. One guy was like, you just make this a uh, radio show. This is like her voice and this guy. And, yeah. And uh, Matt Yamashita, who is another guy I used to work with doing his own little LARPs. He's part of Wet Maynard and all that. Uh-huh. He, uh, he, I brought him in to be the unknown. Who's the uh, the vigilante? It's basically the shadow. Oh right, right. And uh, but more psychotic, and because uh, he has this sort of we always see he has a more psychotic than Lamont Princeton. Psych- he just kills people eh, just, just, just they, for fun. Yeah, it's more like you have you're a bad man. I'm going to kill you. But I didn't do anything. That's too bad. He's more Judge Dread. Bummer. It's like something he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, us, yeah. he tried to blow yeah, us up yeah. once just because <laughs> we just didn't do what he wanted. Uh, but he, he is sort of like this dead voice, is how we call it. Like, total lack of emotion. Whenever right, 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 right. But then he comes in, and he's insane. Kind of like Alec Baldwin, pre... Uh... <laughs> yes, but even that has too much personality. Yeah, yeah, that's true, it's true. His lack of personality is what makes his voice amazing. <laughs> and he comes in, and he's totally nut, nutballs. And uh, he's like, he sees the script that there's a, there's a chimpanzee called Gatsby... Who thinks he's a great Gatsby? Uh, he's, he's always wearing clothes. No, no, wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do we know? Does the chimp talk? No. So how do we know that the, the, the chimp thinks it's the great Gatsby? Oh, they call him Gatsby for one thing. He's always well dressed, uh, and he's always drunk, and he makes really good cocktails. And he also does he have daddy issues? Well, you find out later. Yes, he, he was kept by this mobster in New York. Uh, with another chimp named Daisy. Oh, uh, well, okay. <laughs> and uh, we had an episode, like an origin episode, where they, they got together, they got, he got kidnapped and brought back home, kind of like Snoopy come home. And um, but when they were together, <laughs> they, they start talking to each other. Oh, so here's the thing, he saw the script, he saw there was a, a chimp, and it's just said, like, Gatsby disagrees, or Gatsby is angry, and he goes, could I be the chimp? And I'm like, uh, I guess. So while we're doing the script reading, he'd be like, we're like, uh, all right. So we're like, this is fucking amazing. So in the in the later episodes, I'll say right. ahead, uh, when he's next to Daisy and they're alone, uh-huh. he starts talking like, I believe he described it as, uh, I think it's just Liberace. He was like, listen here like a drunk Liberace. And he's like, you just sit down on your knees. And he's talked like this. Hi. And, uh, and she's just drunk too. They're both drunk all yeah. the time. But, um, after that, I was like, you know, fuck it. Let's turn this into a radio play. So I took the screenplay and chopped it up right. into like five or six episodes, forced them to record it at Andrew's place. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty terrible because um, we didn't know what we were doing. And we were using Audacity, which is a horrible program. Don't go near it. Uh, I, I use it for actually editing the podcast together. Don't do it again ever again. <laughs> you need to get a real. Like I got all, all of the audio, all of the the current issues that are episodes of the podcast will start degrading online. You know, just because possibly because I used it audacity. Takes me like ten hours to edit like one little episode. Oh, okay, because you can't change the uh, volume, right? Of each I mean, track, it's different on that. Like yeah, you, you have can, to. No, no, no. I use audacity on a on a Windows PC. 
and you can change the volume of each track. You can, you, you but you load, have to go into a thing audio, and, and then you no, no, no. There's a little slider on each what? track. Newer version, maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe. But yeah, gotcha. each 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 track or uh, double two. Um, yeah, each track is broken up into two channels. Yeah, and then you know you can. You well, not can, just a track, but selections. Like I just want to take this blurb. And I want to change the volume on that. Like, is there? Yeah, a... yeah. You can do highlight a section yeah. and then change the volume on that section. What? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It's got full audio tools. Well, shit. Yeah, because <laughs> it used to be hey, you have to go into effects, volume. I guess that much. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There is that where you have to kind of guess. Yeah. Well, although, although I will say one thing: the little um, kind of graphical representation of the sound bars. If you kind of match it, it kind of works that way. So I don't do a huge amount of editing on this podcast. Basically, I just take the raw recording and um, record and then listen to it, record the intro, oh. and then slap it into Audacity, record the intro with the music bed, slap it in there, and then fade that out while I'm fading up the beginning of it. And then um, after I always say, please be kind at the end. Wait, don't cut now. Uh, I, mean, I, say, <laughs> I say, please be kind at the end. And then I bring in the audio and then uh, Danny. It's either, we switch off. Ash and I switch off doing the intro. And Danny and Ash's girlfriend, Fal, want, uh, switch off doing the outro. All right. Doing the out, out credit kind of thing. And um, so then I just, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm to give you Sony. Sony, <laughs> Sony Vegas, Sony Vegas. That's what Newhouse does. Joseph from Windows to Sky. Uh, oh, okay, to, okay. Yeah, is he, that he got the... me to use that? Well, I use I use Audition to just get the tracks together, uh-huh. like clean it up and sure, cut it. It's sure. easier to cut as a file. I just highlight this, delete. I do this. I bring it louder. Da, da. Mm-hmm. But then for editing, I bring it into uh, Vegas, and that way you can do like fades automatically by grabbing it and just being like, Voop, and there's a fade. Oh, that's cool. And that's cool. you can just bring the volume up on each one, each section. You cut it. You can just do this with it nice yes so i recommend that oh all right all right, all right. i'll try it out we'll see what i happens. stole it all so you can easily <laughs> yeah just shh, shh, don't, listen, don't, listen. Oh, don't listen kids awesome. don't listen kids always it's buy illegal. software always pay for your software <laughs> um so anyway that's how the show started and i said eventually cool. we're going to do this live and we did we started like our fourth storyline we were just, i was doing it like every week we were doing oh something. yeah 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 and then i don't know how i did that and then uh we did our live shows and be like here we'll do the live i'll edit it They'll do it live again, but then I realized each episode was 12 minutes. That's why. It was like, hey, this is no problem. And now they're up to like 30 to 40 minutes. Right, right, right. We do only do shows because when we started going back to just doing it in the studio, everyone's like, hey, when's the next show? And we're like, all right. So then that was Tales of the Extraordinary. So then yes. Adventure is like your fantasy version of that kind of. No, no sci-fi. Oh, it's sci-fi a, version. It's, sci-fi version. Well, it's kind of uh, Dungeon Master. Right. This <laughs> is a long story. Because Dungeon Master is the fantasy one, right? Yes. That one's all. It's basically you know, as if you're in a role-playing game. It's all mazes and monsters. And yes, <laughs> it's based on like first edition D&D. I right, guess. right, right. It started right. in Chicago Bugbears like and Owlbears 40 and, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. 40? 30. 30, 30 years, years ago. ago. Still old. Wow, yeah. Um. Billy Campbell was part of it, the Rocketeer. Oh, That's oh okay, 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 okay. But um, yeah, that there was a crazy person uh, in the cast, and who was also a director and also a producer. Um, she was one of the original cast in L.A. And yeah, she remembers something. Oh, yeah, the drama thing happening, Ooh, which for one years. Of the reasons why you left and all that. Yeah, so we tried our best to kind of make it unpleasant, and maybe she would go away. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And that made I it remember worse. seeing lots of Facebook posts around Oh, that. yes, you're on years that. Years yes, ago. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh yes. Because you and I have known each other since 2004. Yeah, that's when yeah, I started yeah, macking yeah, on yeah, Karen. Because yeah. I, yeah, because I, <laughs> yes, yeah, because I knew Karen from clubbing back in like 98, 99, saw her at clubs, um, never really talked to her Nazi all that much, yeah. just kind of saw her from afar and said, just kind of did the nod thing, so, like, yeah, what's up, yeah. Um, and then um, 
I was hanging out with my friend Lisa, your friend Lisa, Lisa Potato, and uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and she's the one who brought me to Ground Control very, very shortly after it started. Yeah, probably, it started in 2004. Probably six minutes, yeah. six months, five, six, six minutes months, after it started. Six minutes after it started, that's when she brought me. No, during the beta, five or six months after uh, it started, and then uh, yeah, and then so I was kind of around. It's weird. It's like I haven't been a regular, 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 like going every week for you all these were. years. I was yeah, for you, a time you were a hunter. To, right, right, right. During the hunter years. Um, yes, during the hunter years. I was for a time, but I seem to kind of always kind of float in and out and kind of float in during these kind of key moments when oh. people did So you were there things. for the Landis thing? <laughs> I was not that week. It was I was there the oh. week before and the week after. Oh, um, no. But yeah, the 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 wonderful um, <laughs> Landis. Um, yes, yes. Did you see uh, what happened lately with that? No, this is but totally I totally off topic. I, I uh, no four. The what? The Nerf War thing? I, I yes. I assume that's who you were talking about. <laughs> uh, we all assumed that's who you were talking about. Um, yeah. Uh, I put up screenshots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, uh, yeah, that, yeah. Woo! Yeah. It's a hobby at this point. It's, it's something, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, poor Jason is scarred for life. And, yeah, and, for being uh, raped on stage. Yeah, yeah, and, um, yeah, and the t-shirts, oh, the t-shirts. Actually, at that time, like, the win- the week it happened, I made this huge Facebook pay uh, uh, album of t-shirts. Like, you go, to, you can go to a, a site online and generate t-shirts with sayings or whatever you right. want on them. Howard and I did a whole bunch house. of anti-hipster t-shirts. Right. I didn't actually yes. print them out, but I did made them like My Daddy Directed Thriller or... Yeah. or <laughs> I remember you talking Yes, that. yes. Or uh, <laughs> Will Blow for PBR or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then, of course, he sold Chronicle and then it went to his head and he just... He actually had something. Poor fellow. Yes. yes. I'm, it's yeah. all downhill now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's, it's it's unfortunate that some people, when they get into a place where, when people want certain to their life to take a certain trajectory, that once they start uh, achieving, going down that road, that then they start not being nice to people or start yeah. like burning like, bridges. I don't think he was ever really. Yeah, he's sort of the same. It's just sort of. Sort of worse. Oh, because now he attracts more people. That's right. what makes it worse. Well, and that's the thing is yeah. he has clout based on blood. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's how he gets people in the parties. That's and, how he yeah. gets where he goes. But unfortunately, he's one of those people who's like, "Don't you know who I am? Don't you know who my dad is?" And that's that may get you into a situation, but that's not going to sustain you. No, because then people meet you. Right, right, right. It's like it's like the great quote in Blackadder. It said, uh, "Princess Caroline of Brunswick." Well, she sounds great, yes, but there's only one problem. What's that? She's met him. So there you go. So <laughs> we'll never paper. get her to marry him. Why? Because she's met him. Did you hear the Grant Morrison story? Have you ever told you that one? No. They, no. Do you know Morrison Con? No, I have not heard of Some, that. This is. My I know Morrison was a guest on convention. Really? A podcast that I heard. Oh, okay. I think I was going to say this one. Not here. No, no. This no, isn't no. so much against him. He he had his own convention, right? Because he's Grant Morrison, and uh, somebody invited Landis because he did Chronicle, and they're like, "Oh, well, this guy's superheroish. Let's throw him in there. He knows comic books." Uh, they then met him, oh, and dear. he was on a panel, and sort of just steamrolled over the whole panel. I was like, "No wait, hold on, listen," and we kept going, just like destroyed this panel. And then uh, my friend got a one-on-one because he could just have one-on-one with Grant Morrison, sort of thing. Yeah, because it's Morrison Con. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even they started off with like, "So, did you see that panel?" 
I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, we didn't know him. We just invited him. Wow. Wow. And I was like, Grant Morrison's ego thinks he's egotistical. <laughs> that's, that's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Actually, the podcast that I heard, Grant Morrison came off pretty well. Oh, I've heard he had a convention to I've him. I've heard all. the stories of Grant Morrison. You know, we all have, but I, he he's actually... He's not like a negative ego. No, 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 he's no, just no. like... But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and his work speaks for itself, really, so... Um, and the thing about Landis is, like, he's not a negative person. Like, he's not a bad person. He's just... Like, we, whenever our kids... Uh, he's four. Whenever he totally is going nuts and insane, yeah. we're just like, stop being a Landis. Because <laughs> he's like, he's really positive he's about just, it. He's he, just really I, fucking I, annoying. The word to describe him, it would be petulant. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. Because he just... He's like... Well, a, eventually. He's like... Yes. Right, but he's like, a, he's like a little kid that has no concept of... How to be around people and not bug them. Yes. Yeah. So he's like petulant. Needs to have his get his way. Wants all the things. Doesn't want to necessarily. He's not like a earn bad them, person. Earn them. Right. It's he's just, just yeah. so annoying. Yeah, yeah. And like the thing with ground control is he was he didn't mean to troll. I guess no. he thought in his mind that this was going to be. But he awesome. was part of that whole crowd of hey, there's goth karaoke. Let's go. Let's well, go. His thing was karaoke's about. Just doing terribly. Yeah. And so, going up there and being awful. And yeah, it's not. Yeah, no, it's about if if you can't do it, just try anyway. He was making people do songs they didn't know, purposely butchering them. So they could be bad. Making them horrible. Right. Screaming is that right, It's like, right. no, no, that's not what it is. Yeah. And that's when it, like, like he, it started like he thought he was being positive and like celebrating karaoke, but in fact was destroying it and pissing all over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's totally yeah. nuts. Trolling it. Trolling it. He, it's, it's, yeah, it turns yeah, out he was yeah. Trolling. <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, you know, we've all had karaoke discussions. I and mean, we talked to Howard; he does karaoke. We talked oh, to yes. we talked to Andrew; he does karaoke. And it's and it's one of those things where, yes, there's going to be an element of people who don't sing well, but that's okay. Yeah, they and try. there's no reason to shit on the whole thing just because part of that is. I mean, the word karaoke means what is it? Song empty voice, empty voice, like right? karate, karate, like empty yeah. hand, empty voice. Yeah. So yeah, so um, <laughs> so yeah, as you speak Japanese, um, so oh, oh, we did this, yes, yeah, we just did a convention show for adventure yesterday. Speaking of which, oh okay, and it was uh, I'll probably get to this. I still haven't gone linearly, but linearly, um, we did uh, Neo Tokyo. Uh-huh. We started because uh, one time in a show, uh, Mercer said he just did a spell like back when we used to do it as sort of like rhyming couplets. He did a spell, and he sent us to Neo Tokyo. It just came into his head. We didn't even establish that existed. It was like the fourth episode. Okay. And so we're like, what do we do next episode? And I was like, I was thinking this, and the guy I was talking to was like, why don't you just go to Neo Tokyo? I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that's a thing now. All right. Okay. So like, Let's see what happened after he did that. So we created so, this total So Japan from a fest. philosophical standpoint, <laughs> and, 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 and keeping the Jungian cycle in perspective, what is Neo Tokyo? <laughs> yeah. Suddenly Yung, we get new way Yung-Yo. pretentious. Um, no. uh, um, so now we just do that at conventions. We did Return to Neo Tokyo. We did an Anime Expo. We did. We just redid the episode, and then the next year we, because Mercer is a big anime right. guy, so we're like, let's go Return to Neo Tokyo because his character guides it. He's a, a snake Pliskin, basically, <laughs> except also solid snake. It's like a combination. He a solid in a box. snake Pliskin. <laughs> yes, we had him in a box, and it's just like it opens. And we did the sound effect, and he's in there with Bonnie. He's like smoking a cigarette. That was good. Um, so we just sort of like mashed them together and did that yesterday with another guy from Dungeon Master we stole uh, Xander you should probably do a thing with him if you haven't okay okay from I, don't, I don't know I don't know Xander oh yeah he's, he's great he's, uh, uh, Bonnie was talking about him too yeah. so yeah he's now a reality star but he's also a Japanese guy and cool. he uh, which surprised me when I met him and I was like we gotta have you in the show 
Cool. So he plays. He, there's a character who comes in and he's like, because we're not, none of us are actually Asian at all. Uh, so when we go to Neo Tokyo, the way we got around this was having everybody talk by being dubbed because we have so many voice actors. Oh right, so you have everybody talking like yeah. this. Everybody walks in and like Carson every- does the voice. Yes, everybody, everybody's talking like ha ha. Yes, ha ha. Yes, like bad in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So we, this scene has uh, the characters <laughs> like his uh, translator goes out while oh. he's talking. He's like, "Seen fighting, going what?" Ah, and then the rest of the time he's speaking in Japanese. <laughs> and so all day yesterday, and it's hard because when I'm rehearsing it, I'm on stage, and I'm trying to rehearse it as if there are you know audience members on stage. But uh, I, I, we both speak Japanese, so we, I'm trying not to know what he's saying, and it's not working. And I'm going like, yeah. He's like, I mean, no, what, what? <laughs> what are you saying? I don't understand, I don't understand you, understand. even though I really understand you. <laughs> How well do you know Japanese? Uh, I can't tell you to build a missile or anything, but I could probably, I could have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I can speak with high school girls. That sounds dirty. <laughs> that sounds yeah. That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they like have their you own do. Slang, that's like all. you do. We collect their slang. Right, right, right. Also, um, slang. yeah, because they're the one that kind of drive the whole happy fun time go. Whatever you know, they're kind of. So they did. Yes. Uh, uh, I forgot. Oh, so crazy person. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's yes. a crazy back person. To, in Dungeon back Master. to yes, back to Dungeon Master, and we could and, not get rid of her. She was just a cancer. Yes. Uh, Karen didn't mind her until she was a script supervisor, and then she wanted to slit her throat. Because her scripts were just nonsensical, and I yeah, I remember yeah. seeing you read it all. Yeah, yeah. So we couldn't get rid of her, and we're just like, "Fuck it, we're starting our own show." All and right. I was like, uh, ah, "Let's do a sci-fi version. Is it fantasy? Let's do sci-fi." And then I actually said it in the Tales universe, but three thousand years in the future. So uh, we actually had a couple episodes where we went back in time. In our second season, we had a time machine. First season was post-apocalyptic. Second season, we're like, "We have a time machine." Third season, we have a spaceship. Uh, so we got covered everything, and uh, we went back to nineteen twenty-six. And it was guided by Dickie, and there are all these other characters from Jail the Extraordinary. The Unknown that I mentioned before, we actually got the actor to be the Unknown. He wound up coming back to the future, so uh-huh. now he's not in Tales the Extraordinary <laughs> in our current show. They're like, where's the Unknown? I'm like, I haven't seen him since Paris. Because he's been in the post-apocalyptic future, okay. uh, overthrowing people. <laughs> cool. We had a whole episode of Adventure with it. So how, how much of this is available like, to Ooh. listen to online? Is it all recorded oh, somewhere? All or? Tales the Extraordinary 80-something episodes are... On iTunes, it's on our website. Uh, Adventure, every episode is recorded. I think recorded. we put links to oh. your site. Um, MTC? Yes, we put MTC both on the that, Bonnie yeah. podcast. We put a oh, link good. to MTC because it that had links to everything else. Yeah, I it think, goes so. Tales or Adventure. Yeah, yeah. So you can listen to all the tales. Uh, people enjoy those. <laughs> Very cool. I get people in Tallahassee. I think it's a... I just, Put it out yeah, we keep, we keep winding up with more and more of an international audience. There's like 14 yeah. people who listen to us in France. And, How do you know Or 40-something. Oh, well, actually, uh, we're on SoundCloud. And if you uh, go to SoundCloud, they give you stats. And it gives you... Basically, they track the IPs that are streaming yeah. to and where they go. I'm so we've got to mine. <laughs> Europe and Asia and Africa and, and right. Australia and Can- Canada and South Canada. America. Canada. Yeah, I only know when people send me email. That's what yeah, yeah. I realize. Yeah. Well, like, nobody oh. sends us email, unfortunately. Send oh. us email. Um, nobody Please. actually... The, actually, the only person... Yeah, the only interactions we've had via email are people we're going to have as guests. But, yeah. um, well, so. Most of my email is like, hey, this uh, link doesn't work. Yeah. Like, oh. But they're <laughs> nice. really nice about it. They're like, yeah. we enjoy your show so much. We wish we could hear this right now, but it's broken. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll fix it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, and all, all the adventure, we videotape it. Cut it to re- down to recaps of the stage show, and in between the seasons we have a short film, um, and then we did a web series that went along. You know, like a YouTube, two. or is it just on the website? All on YouTube, on the website, but we have a YouTube channel with all cool. of them and behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, we're gonna be clips. we're gonna be doing kind of like topical chunks of our 
uh, podcasts sense, yeah. and putting them together on YouTube as little little snippets, basically of like you know so and so talks about blah, and and then you you know you play a one or two minute chunk, and then it says you know the, the graphic comes up says for the rest of the episode go to this link. <laughs> the Michael's bitch about Max Landis for yeah. two hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, so there's my story. Yeah. When you're <laughs> when you're not doing that, I mean, oh, I know geez. you do acting and you do yes. you've done, done commercials and you've yeah. done small parts like extra work in films. Uh, my first year, I did extra stuff. I haven't really since then. Okay, probably should. But you do VO work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Voiceover. Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. Uh, video games. Uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, you were in yeah. the Street Fighter series. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I actually a lot of the casting adventure is from Tales. I was just like, I know these guys, let's put them in the show. And a lot of them were voice actors. And a lot of it, a lot, a lot, a lot of it. Um, some of our guest stars are voice actors. We had Kyle, LeBear. Um, each adventure show, we bring you like one guest star. That's cool. And then uh, other random people. I got Matt Mercer in the show because uh, I'm, I'm Cody in Street Fighter. Right. Um, so we were at Comic-Con, me and Taliesin and our producer, uh, Jonathan. And we were online uh, with a Capcom Unity. <laughs> and they would ask us questions. And of course, as soon as they see me, I guess, there's a really simple move I make. Yeah. Uh, I make, that Cody makes. And uh, it's really easy to do. So and every time he does it, he goes, bingo. And so everybody does it a million times. That seems to be all I'd say is just go, bingo, bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. So I pop on, I'm like, hi, I'm Cody. And like all the people on the chat thing are like, bingo, bingo, say bingo, bingo, bingo. And then occasionally, ha-ha. <laughs> Jackpot. Yeah. And uh, so we're on, and then Mercer comes over, because he's in the game. He's Fei Long. And then we're all chatting, and then I put it up on the Tales Facebook, and I was like, look, here's a bunch of, uh, a couple guys from Tales of Extraordinary and this guy. And I was like, you know, we've got to get this guy in the show so I can just be like, here's Tales of Extraordinary. So right. I'm like, hey, join our show. And then I'm like, hey, here's a bunch of guys from Tales of Extraordinary. <laughs> so that's, that's how I roped him in. He wasn't cool. doing anything. Cool. <laughs> um, so what, what other, what other work, I mean, I know you do um, what a lot of actors do in uh, restaurant Nothing. work and things oh, like that. Yes. Um, but <laughs> sit around the house. So sit around the house. Yes, play video games. Um, <laughs> um, uh, create children. <laughs> yeah, 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 you got time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yes. what? Are, what are? What other? What other? I guess creative outlets do you do you uh, engage in other than you know the you've got the tales of the extraordinary adventure and then you do the your VO work and other things like that. So it's what other? What else do you, you do uh, outside of like? Thespianism? Or? Sure, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't uh, I don't know. I'm an inline skater. Uh, I work at Yamashiro. Okay. Which is, uh, uh, I lived in Japan for three years, which I think we sort of touched on. But... Okay, so, but why? 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 But I mean, what, <laughs> it was what, there. what took you to Japan? You just uh, wanted to go? And was yes, that's, a, that's the worst question. Always had a thing that's for every the... Every time people ask, I had, to, I had to write a book about it just to answer that question, <laughs> um, which I should probably finish. Uh, it's basically... Uh, when I went to college, it comes down to that. Like, I wanted to take a language, uh-huh. uh, either Russian or Japanese. I took Russian. Right. Um, but it was early 90s, so there was a whole Russian mom. Yeah, I wanted to do something with the, the language thing. I took a ton of, well, I took a little bit of French and really excelled at it, and it was really easy for me. And English, I've always kind of been, been, been okay. <laughs> Stumbled through. Always, no, 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 no. I've always been been relatively satisfied with my level of mastery of English. Uh, to you know, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. you know not a professor or anything, but you know, I, I've always been thought I thought I didn't suck at English. So uh, French, and then French came very easily. So I wanted to take something with a different That's alphabet, 
but I didn't quite want to tackle Kanji or, or other... Oh, I didn't want to tackle Cyrillic. <laughs> I did, yeah, Cyrillic actually was pretty easy. Yeah, Because Cyrillic was that rooted in Greek, and, you know, part of our language uh, is rooted in Greek, yeah. and, you know, because since Cyril, he was a, you know, basically like a Greek Orthodox or Russian Orthodox priest, and said, my people need a language, here's your alphabet, here's your language, go for it. But it's rooted, if you look, it, it's kind of uh, Hebraic, if that's the right word. There's some 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 semblances of like Hebrewic, Hebrewic, <laughs> Hebraic, whatever whatever the word is, like that. But also with, with Greek, and it, it all it, it kind of you you see a lot of similarities to hmm. that. A lot of um, don't tell the Russians, right? <laughs> um, but it, you can see that you can kind of if you if you just look at the line, the look at the alphabet side by side, you can see things that line up, and you can yeah. see stuff like that. But but Russian. Uh, I wound up getting like a C plus in the class because everything was great for a time, and then all of a sudden I hit this oh, wall, yeah. and then it was really hard to get past that point. Um, Japanese says kanji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm really great. Oh, what's this? Ouch. Chinese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. So I had the opposite problem. It was because it was so completely different. I was like, I can start from scratch. Yeah, that, like and Spanish, that was kind of how I, I felt I with Russian. With. Well, with Russian, you spend the first three weeks going over the, learning the alphabet. Yeah, reading it, writing it. You know, just like just like handwriting class in third grade or fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta do a you're sitting there way. writing, and yep. they teach you how to write because Russians don't print; they only write cursive. They don't. Oh, oh. There's the, there's oh, the Russian print alphabet and then yeah. there's the Russian cursive alphabet. And nobody writes the print? Nobody writes in print. That's horrible. Nobody writes in print. Ooh. Nobody. I mean, <laughs> you just don't do that. Like Americans, we, we do some kind of semblance, half semblance between so printing and cursive, but but in you know in the, in the English speaking world, but in Russia, nobody prints. Everybody, from day one, you're writing cursive So letters. they have stroke order like Japanese then. So you know what this... What, in, in Japanese, you can... If you look at cursive, you can be like, well, it's clear the guy did this in this order, which must be this letter, because you can only do them in a certain order. Okay, okay. No, so there isn't like that, like that but oh, it's, okay. it's basically just, um, I mean, there is kind of an order to it, you know, when you're doing the letters and stuff, but, We're like, and a lot of it's very, and a lot of it's very similar to English because of where our letters come from. A lot of our letters come from Greek. C-C-C-C-P. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our uh, uh, letters come from Greek. A lot of the Cyrillic letters come from Greek. So it's very similar to that. And I'm probably, there's probably some linguistic scholar out there who's telling me who's probably screaming right now and saying, "You're wrong! You're wrong!" Oh wait, nobody listens. Anyway, ah, <laughs> 1,700 people. 1,700 people all over the world. Uh, there might be one of them who's a <laughs> linguistics pro- professor. Um, we have an English professor who was a guest analyst. Oh, oh. Um, who's that? Sue. Sue Johnson. Uh, she was... Uh, no, you don't know her. Not but, Susie Johnson. No, no, no. Okay. Sue, Sue Johnson. She... Uh, I met her at uh, clubs and stuff. And she yeah. she's an English professor who teaches um, writing, composition, uh, using comics, wh- horror comics, oh. and horror genre novels. So so she uses Dra- big words. Dracula, Frankenstein, and, and uh, things like... Um, uh, American Gaiman. Gods, Neil Gaiman, hey. American Gods, and other things like that, in order to teach writing. All right, it's pretty cool. That works. So, that was, you know. Um, so back to <laughs> Japan. You, no. Japan, yeah, I mean, Japan. So you went to Japan. Just you learned. So you oh, took I was Japanese shitty. in college. Yeah, I took it in college. I was like, I'm really awesome at this. Got an A, no problem. And then of course I hit the wall. And I sucked. Yeah. And I had went. The only way I got through the third year, I only took like three and a half years, was uh, <laughs> by going to. Um, office time, uh, pretty much like every week. So she's like, he is really trying. He's eh. in a class with people who already know Japanese because I was. And then she's like, I'll be easy on him. I was like, thank God because I was failing everything. And oh like, yeah, yeah. They speak and I'm listening to the tapes. And I'm like, 
Where the uh, words end? Uh, it's just a stream of words, yeah. and letters. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Japanese doesn't really have a tonality to it, or a yeah, sing, you want to try to be a as even as possible to it, right? Yeah. Like like every other language, mm. especially Russian. Russian has this Norwegian is this real up and down sing songy to it, but Japanese is just you're trying to be as flat and even even toned as possible. And if it's not, they make it very obvious when it shouldn't be. Like instead of a, you've seen like um like a line over an O or an OH or an OO. That's when they stress something, right? Um, but it's usually it's not it's oh, not yeah. a stress necessarily within the word. It's more of a sentence stress for emphasis. More of a yeah because of the length. Like for example, uh, obasan is like a woman, but obasan is a grandmother. So mm-hmm. you add that extra syllable, and it sort of changes the stress a little. Instead of like obasan, it's like obasan, obasan, mm-hmm. or ojisan is ojisan. Okay, okay. So they do it by just throwing an extra vowel in there. Okay, all right. <laughs> It sort of works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then there is actual really subtle, like, there's ame and ame. And that's, uh, one is candy and one is rain. But in uh, Kansai, which is the western part, it's reversed. So the other one is the rain and the other one is candy. Weird. Yeah. They're not. Oh, language. <laughs> this is not Chinese. So then you decided to go and spend three years in Japan. Uh, yeah, because I was so bad, I wanted to uh, immerse, go over there and get better at it, and I just really liked it. It wasn't just like anime. The, the only anime I like, people keep thinking I like anime, and I'm just like, no, nah, I really don't. Just yeah, um, even though I voice it, but it's uh, mm, bless me, it's Akira, for example, like that came out. Sure, and uh, there's another one, GTO, mm. uh, Great Teacher Onizuka. Like I like Japanese anime where the characters are Japanese. If that makes sense, instead of the anime big eyed whatever yeah, characters because it makes me go oh this is really cool like learn something about Japan and in, right. in class I did my favorite so much teacher, anime is white people it's just weird shit that's like yeah. when, when um, Airbender came out yeah and everybody was all mad they're like these what this guy's white and this guy I was like have you seen the cartoon look at the characters they look exactly the same yeah yeah that's what they do and uh, yeah because yeah most a lot of yeah a lot of the characters in anime are they wh- try to make them look white kids western, yeah. they look, look western because that's what the people want to watch yeah yeah that's why there's so many like the katakana alphabet is all for foreign words but there's so many foreign words because people like to just pepper their words with random words oh yeah yeah i mean the, like the more time goes on there's more english words that creep into their lexicon and, yeah and, and they uh, hate and, it <laughs> and signs and i'm sure the old school japanese people hate it it's like oh yeah like all the words are some other language it's like going like, to the south of france and trying to get away with not speaking french they're like fuck you get out of my face smoke but, but, but kanji like shows you what the word is like oh. the meaning of the word okay so when you have katakana and people don't know the word they're like what the fuck's a cheeseburger <laughs> if you didn't know what one was you're like what is this it's pronounced cheeseburger yeah yeah but in chinese they'll take kanji and try to put them together like a puzzle to make cheeseburger with kanji that makes the word cheeseburger. Wow. So you're saying it, but you also, if you didn't know the word, know exactly what it is. So the word cheeseburger doesn't mean anything. <laughs> cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. It means cheeseburger. Computer. I once went into a store in Japan and I was like, I needed a cable. And I was like, Cable to Arimasuka. They're like, Cable to Hi. Like, yes. <laughs> you almost always win. It works. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is. Since probably what the 1950s, everybody's kind of like since since the end of World War II, everybody's yes. kind of looked at America for cultural something. We I don't know why, but them. yeah, yeah, everybody's well. Been I found out one reason barrel. was like they loved McCarthy, not McCarthy, MacArthur, MacArthur, Douglas <laughs> MacArthur. You know he hates them because uh, he fought them. But after we bombed them, they all, as Neil Stevenson put it, they were a warlike race until we bombed them, and then they remembered they loved peace. Yeah, and yeah. so he yeah. went over there and he was basically the ruler of Japan 
for like a few years. Yeah, because the U.S. military kind of took over Japan yeah, after like, World War Two, signed the treaty, blah blah yeah. blah. And he's right? like, do this, do this, and they're like, he's they're gonna build him a statue. They're like, he's our father. And then as he left, he's like, I am so glad to get out of here. People fucking suck. And they're like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, what did we do? But it already started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we rebuilt Hiroshima, like, yeah, uh, with yeah. like really wide streets, and like it looks. We rebuilt Tokyo exactly the same. That was stupid because the streets are a piece of like string. Is like yeah, yeah. the streets have no name, literally have no names. Oh wow. Like, wow! They wind up. There's no order to it. But Hiroshima was completely not as bad as Tokyo. I don't know what their deal was, but anyway, they rebuilt Hiroshima like American or Western cities. That makes sense with grids and shit. I'm rambling at this point, but uh, no, no, it's all right. It's all right. So I actually knew nothing about modern Japan. Was my problem because I knew future Japan. Oh yeah, Akira, of course. And I knew samurai culture and history from uh, my classes at BU. Right. Um, but I was like, I want to see what the hell Japan's like. So uh, this is another reason I was like, I went on the jet program. So I became a teacher, and the same woman that I did uh, office hours with helped coach me. Were you but, like teaching English in Japan? Yeah, you basically That's are. That's kind of government, what you do. Yeah. It's government-funded teaching in public schools. Right. So instead of, like, uh, most people go in, like, other private programs to do, they work in jukus, which are, like, cram schools. Right. Like, all sorts of ages. Right. And this is, like, you are an actual teacher. You work at the Board of Ed, unless you're a high school teacher, and then you work at, like, the prefectural building. Oh, okay. All high schools are run by the state. Okay. And local schools are, like, junior high and elementary. And then, um, yeah. So then you get, instead of respect, like when they call you sensei, that's actually important. And, uh, except one kid. That was awesome. We went to, uh, we team up. Sometimes there's a couple of us, Jets or AATs, uh, assistant English teachers, in a town. And we, uh, we team up sometimes to go to elementary schools back in the day, before elementary was, like, part of the system. Uh-huh. And uh, you just go to visit. And then one kid was like, they kept making us sign autographs all the time. And one kid's like, what? Who are these people? Why are we getting autographs? They're, they're just... <laughs> Dudes. They're just people. They're just a teacher. <laughs> and it was like my first year in the other AET. He was there for a few years. He right. was like, told me what the kid said. And he was like, I like that kid. <laughs> he knows what's up. The rebel. <laughs> he knows the shit. The rebel. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so is that where the name Coleman Sensei comes from? Yes. From you being a teacher? Because I got used to that. Yeah. In, in school, uh, we used our last names in class. Of course. Koromansan, which is really hard when we had Skoronikisan and Lodomirkisan, all these <laughs> other like Polish names. Right. And uh, so I went to Japan and they're like, oh, Mikorisan. I'm like, no, that's not cool. No. Because <laughs> I, if you translate that, what's it come out as? You're like, uh, Mr. Michael? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to change that. So <laughs> I had to change every school I went to. I was like, Koderman Sensei. Koderman Sensei. And I go to elementary school. I was like, Michael Sensei. Mmm. <laughs> or they'd be like, Mr. Michael is here. I'm like, whatever. It's a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew like where I knew kids from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got to tell you. It's a great story. Okay. <laughs> That's these, what we're here for. I had a video. Uh, so I knew the kids. I, I got a video of them doing this. These kids um, were at the elementary school across the street um, in my second town. And I would go over... And do the whole, like, blah, 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 blah. Hi, I'm Mike. Let's play Red Light, Green Light. Then. Right. And uh, we leave, and these kids come up and like, Oh, Kodomo-sensei, Kodomo-sensei. I'm like, oh, hey. What? Oh, no, Micro-sensei, because uh, they're elementary right. school kids. And I'm like, oh, what, what, what? And I'm like, I'm like leaving the school. And they're like, in Japanese, they're like, Do you know President Clinton? And I'm like, yeah. And this is 98, I think. And they go, Monica, 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 Monica. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. It was like ten kids are like Monica, Monica. And I was like, guys are the best. 
<laughs> and thus, our whole that whole presidency is summed it's up all in one about, moment. All I knew about him in Japan. One one dress staining moment, <laughs> a, like a twelve year old, uh, and that's it. why we are where we are now. <laughs> and they became my students because they were the end of their yeah yeah. And they go nice. the next oh, year. They're in junior high. Monica, Monica, Monica. Yeah. And the, strangely, the teacher got pregnant and left. And I'd been to that school for like a year already. And they got this other guy who was the third grade teacher who was teaching the first grades. And I was like. I'm a teacher, guys. I can do it because I'm assistant. And they wouldn't. And they're like, "You can't." I'm like, I do it. I've been here a year. Just let me in there. They're like, they don't speak English. I'm like, eh, whatever. So I go in. And luckily, a couple of them were those kids are smart. The Monica kids. Yeah. And they were just like, "Michael Sensei." Like it's Coleman Sensei. Coleman Sensei. And then they were just like, I'm telling things like, okay. And like somebody would be like, like, hey. <laughs> and so I was teaching these kids, and they were like my favorite students. And cool. Uh, and then a new teacher came. A new teacher came in. And she kept calling me like her senpai, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You've you've been teaching longer than I have. You're you're the, you're the head teacher. I'm just the assistant. She's like, but you've been in this class longer. You're my senpai. I'm like, no, 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 no. And we'd fight over that. But she was also hilarious. She was like a little tomboy. Cool. And uh, so yeah, we had like the greatest classes. We just fucked around. And the kids, I got them on videotape as a, uh, I I could. I was like, do the the Clinton thing. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> And when I left, they're like, we give these things where they sign like, thank you, Mr. Coleman. And one kid just wrote like, it caught the kind of like more. Nika. <laughs> uh, and that is the plot for Pacific Rim 2. <laughs> yes. Monica! Uh, so we got to make a reality show. Um, so, yes. um, so what's going on? What are you, what are you working on right now? Uh, well, I'm on a hiatus. Hiatus. Because uh, uh, Adventures third season's over. Um, I have to write the short film at one point. It's going to be Space Battle. Yeah, In space. Because the third season we went to different space colonies. And then someone stole a ship. <laughs> and oh, stranded huh. us. But it's okay because we met a necromancer and he's controlling living spaceships that are actually undead living spaceships because they were dead. Well, <laughs> wow. We head, stumbled upon an elephant head, or graveyard of spaceships. Wow. Yes. Wow. I stole it from X-Men and Farscape, I think. They have, they have <laughs> living Farscape, ships, right? Yeah. I never watched it before. X-Men meets Farscape. Yeah, so we're like. I guess. I guess when it comes to sci-fi, everything steals from everything now. Don't oh we? yeah, it was like I mean, we the stole tropes, everything from everything. I mean, and actually, pretty much, probably everything came from Doctor Who anyway. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of Doctor Who in yeah. season two. Oh, I would imagine. And we had one episode. Have with you multiple run into? Doctors. Have you run into an indescript? Oh, you've run into multiple Doctors. Okay. We had yeah, we had like you actually Allison had was Doctors. Okay, okay. And then we went them at different points in their timeline. Oh yeah, yeah. So like we meet one, he's like, "There you are," and we're like, "Who the fuck are you?" He's like, "I've been looking all over for you." <laughs> and then we met like the the eleventh Doctor. And then at some point we met like the second doctor and he's like, who are you? He's like, you, we met you before. I was like, no. No, wrong timeline. <laughs> and then one doctor insisted we kill Hitler. We put it, <laughs> no, we save Hitler. So he's like, you have to save Hitler. Because they go to Bavaria and everyone's like, oh, hello, welcome to Bavaria. What year is this? Oh, 1943. It's like, we love America. Oh, yeah, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Oh, we've only had peace here. It's like, what about Hitler? Hitler? Oh, is that the guy that had that thing at the beer house? Yeah, no, he was in jail. No, he died in prison. And so, like, Doctor Who shows up. He's like, you have to save Hitler! Like, I don't know, this looks pretty good. He's like, it's a fixed point in time! Oh, no! You have to! He's like, no! No! And then they go there and, like, an evil Mickey Mouse, because the frozen end of Walt Disney was a bad guy. (laughs) And he sent, like, a mutant Mickey Mouse back in time. I don't know why you haven't seen the show. Is he still looking for Elian Gonzalez? (laughs) Damn it, no! (laughs) Like in... uh... Like on Robot Chicken. Elian! Elian! <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they saved it later. Oh, and that it was, was very early on. Um, uh, Chad. Finn. 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 Yeah, Finn. He was our guest star. Oh, he was cool. Hitler. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. He was writing my Somebody else who's really into Japanese uh, culture. And, yes, and, we had him. We brought culture. his armor for that episode because oh, wow. we were all over the timeline. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we did. Uh, samurai were fighting and he, in his full armor. And they had to, like, try to broker peace between these daimyos. And <laughs> oh, boy. It was weird. Oh, there was a Mickey Mouse daimyo. Because <laughs> One of your guys is in the background flipping the art of war. Uh, okay, page 47. Oh, uh, no, no. Uh. <laughs> well, like, one of the Mickeys had gone back in time and, like, taken over, like, a small area of Japan. And so there was, like, the Mickey A samurai. Mickey Mouse <laughs> went back in time? Yeah. And oh, we had my the, God. I got him in the garage. They're, like, these mutant Mickey heads. And he was, like, the daimyo. And so they had, like, a samurai armor, but with Mickey ears. They're like, oh! <laughs> yeah, we're gonna burn the village to the ground. Yeah, they're always like, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh and I bought them like these big red underwear that oh I found in the store. It was it was pretty good. Josh, uh, oh, you don't know him. He's a regular now at Ground Control. How did you get into doing uh, VO right. work and all that stuff? Through Talison and Tales of Extraordinary. Okay, uh, because this is something that so that I make no secret about. That it's always <laughs> kind of been my dream job to get into oh. VO work of some kind. And I've always been trying to figure out this way, other than everybody always tells me the same thing of just Uh-oh. just make a demo tape and give it to somebody. And I'm Go like, to classes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, voices. I voices. dot com. They, they have yeah, a lot of and that's the, what Bonnie turned me on to. And, and as right. soon as as soon as the 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 buying of the house and the holidays, the the season hey. of the holidaying is over with. I'm going to be making that investment and trying. Yeah, I've been trying to do it for free, and that has not had nothing. No, no, no. Yes, but. Um, I guess I'll do it. So, what, uh, yes. what kind of stuff uh, influenced you do in your like creative process? What what sorts of material? And obviously you have like an affinity for Japanese culture, but what other kind of things have influenced you? What kind of stuff did you watch when you were a kid? Or what kind of... Uh... Uh, yeah, that's the thing is that I realized early on, uh, I used to do sketches in high school. Uh-huh. And, and in college, our sketch group's still going on after 14 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, almost 20. Um, I discovered I'm not really too great at original things, so yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at parodying yes. or ripping things off. Yeah, or uh, homages. Homage, homage. <laughs> the word is homage. homage. So I used to do these. Uh, uh, the first thing I did in high school that got me noticed, I guess, is I did Annoying Man. So oh yeah, we had yeah. a guy who used to do Dennis Miller yeah, like Saturday yeah, Night Live. Yeah, he liked yeah. doing Dennis Miller. I was like, yeah. hey. Can I be in your thing? And he was like, sure. And so I just go, hey, Dennis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then from that, I did Copy Machine Guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah. Nick those are all big. Yep. Oh, yeah. But we, you know. With- now, see, I have a similar, School. I have a similar, uh, similar thing. We were, we were doing uh, Chevy Chase. I'm Chevy Chase. You're not, you know, Weekend Update back yeah. in the, in school in the 70s and early Whoa. 80s. So, yeah. So, I think I'm probably, I don't know, probably eight, ten years older than you sounds are. Sounds like it. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Yeah, so Dennis we were. Miller. Yeah, yeah. I got Chevy Chase, and uh, and you're not. Um, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> then he went crazy. But we were we were all doing doing uh, the same thing, and and ripping off other people's material. Do yeah, other, it's and I memorized it. every stand up uh, routine in the world. Like I had whole albums. Oh yeah, I was half hour comedy hour. All Steve the time. Martin and and like a wild and crazy guy. I had that at My age seven. That, yeah. At age seven, or I'm memorizing that whole album and. You know, whole Bill Cosby albums and stuff. The thing, this this whole thing that that's really unfortunate. One of the one of the many things that's really unfortunate about this uh, whole Bill Cosby uh, thing is uh, now there goes half my sh- there goes like three quarters of my shit. <laughs> there goes three quarters of my shit. <laughs> well, the way I told someone the other day was like, it's a, it, it's a character. It's the character you like, not the man. No, no. no so no. it's like how uh, like I like Sinead O'Connor. 
uh, back in the day. Right. I still do. Yeah. But at the time, like, everyone was like, what? She, like, nobody realized, hey, priests really are Pope actually and, raping children, guys. Yeah, yeah, true. And she was one of the first people who was yeah, like, Yeah, and they hey, gave her shit for that. And ripping up pictures of the Pope on SNL and blah, she blah, blah. She probably should have been a bit more clear about why she was doing it. That's, yeah. That didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people hate her. I was like, look, you can hate her all you want, but the music's good. It's like Bill Clinton. Sure, you got Monica, but he was a good, you know, he did this But there's stuff. certain, there's certain acts, there are certain things. <laughs> things that are so vile. There are certain things that, that to where, and I find that my categories uh, tend to be toward uh, women's rights and children's well, rights and things like that, be. that make it hard and nigh to impossible for me to separate the, mm. the act from the person or the person from the material Sorry, because you're watching and you're going like, but what are you doing after this? Exactly. Set? So yeah. I, I'm having a hard, pro- I'm having a hard time now with Bill Cosby, and I'm having a hard of even being able to enjoy his material, even the old stuff from the '60s. And well, of course, he was doing that stuff in the '60s too. Woody Allen is another example. I'll never go see another film of his because of the shit that He's came out with, sorts of with his daughter, with you know, with Mia Farrow's and daughter and son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yes. and then of course you know, um, so. You know, and it's uh, Roman Polanski. It's the same thing. It's like, you know, you put a girl in a chair, tie a girl to a chair and rape her in front of other people. Yeah. It kind of makes me hard, it makes it hard to enjoy Chinatown yes. or, uh, or uh, your, pardon me, your fangs are in my neck. But I had um, a problem even in high school, even now. Like, I, I, I was always friends with people and people didn't like for various reasons. Uh, but I was like, but they were nice to me. <laughs> so, yeah, you like, know, until and they I, do yeah. something bad to me or someone I know, yeah. like yeah. another friend of mine, like screwed over like my best friend, and even though I was okay with her, I was like, that's not cool. Like I can't. Well, it's kind of like the whole thing on uh, Larry Sanders with Artie and and them talking about OJ, and this is like right in the middle of all of that, right? And he's like, well, and Artie was just like, well, he's always been nice to me, and, <laughs> you know. So it's terrible. It's yeah. but it's a monkey sphere. It's a monkey sphere problem. The man was always nice to me, <laughs> and that's. Yeah, that's how Chevy Chase got. No, not Chevy Chase. That's how Norm uh, McDonald got kicked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of weekend update. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah, um, they it, it, and that that kind of argument also kind of goes both ways. It's 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 a two way street, and it's the same thing with certain people in certain political affiliations being completely unsympathetic to the plight of their fellow men. Mankind, because it's like, well, that's never happened to me, so I don't know what their problem is. So yeah, it's it's, it's kind of the same that's thing, the whole, like, but from two not different global sides. Warming, it's snowing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Or or <laughs> or you know, why don't they just go? Why don't they just clean themselves up and go get a job like everybody yeah. else? I mean, that's what I do. I don't like my job either, but I go and yeah. work every day. How come poor people are so they... fat? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's exactly. like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then so anyway. Right. So uh, we bring it back to that. Um, so nerd shit, yeah. Nerd okay. shit, it's a nerd shit. So I, um, much like uh, people, musicians, like they start off um, doing covers. Right. So totally. Same thing. Totally, yeah. totally, totally. And that's, and uh, you know, I, I listen to, a lot, as I say, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And a lot of them that have comedians and they all talk about, they just started off doing other people's Ripping, shit in yeah. class or whatever. And, and that was it, so. I mean, even in, uh, just as a, Outside of being entertainment, like I was horribly uh, ostracized. Me like the D and D kids didn't like me. Yeah, that's how poor it was. Yeah, even the nerds <laughs> didn't like me. I was the same way. I didn't fit in with anybody. No, but then I, you sort of like want to if you. And that's how the name it. the freak. I'm sure that's how freak started, right? I was called this. Yeah. But actually, that's a lot. Also, due to the fact that I wore um, my Jim Rose T-shirt 14 days in a row, <laughs> and it says freak on the back. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? People call me that anyway. Yeah. Why not? And it, we. It's also because I did a 
uh, the sketch comedy troupe that is still going. Because I knew you as Freak probably the first three years. I didn't yeah. even know your first name was Michael. I knew you was either Freak or Coleman. I didn't even know. Well, our, our troupe, we, we all had nicknames. Yeah. And uh, that was my nickname. And I got used to it. Oh, it's my stage name. It's what we all referred to each other as. We were like, hey, Styles. Hey, Pimp. Like, and then, um, so when I performed, even here, I was like, uh, I like to be Freak. Uh, when we do improv here, and so people, I know where people are, people go, freak, I know where I know them from. And so I tried to get that going, that did not work at all in the goth community. But. <laughs> yeah, well, and even in my adulthood, uh, people would, uh, people would ask me, you know, because I was always listening to the goth music, or doing this, or this, and that, and I said, well, do you consider yourself a goth, or do you consider yourself this or that? And it's like, no, I'm just a freak. Yeah. And they're like, well, why would, why would you, do, you're, but you're a nice person, but it's like, no, I mean, freak's a freak flag it's a good thing it's yeah it's, it's i'm not normal i'm not a normal asshole like everybody else i'm my own special little brand of asshole and my friends know? would always be like well you're not very freakish i'm like no 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 i'm a freak because i'm surrounded by y'all and i i'm nothing like you guys right yeah <laughs> all my friends right. are like tatted up and pierced right and, punky, right, and i'm right, like right. i look like this i'm a freak right right i went to the sex pistols wearing a suit yeah <laughs> and my friends were like why aren't you wearing the punk uniform it's it's like the thing with the with Bats Day. A lot of people who mm. don't understand the goth thing or whatever, they make fun of Bats Day because they say, um, "Well, these people are like screaming out to be individuals," but then they all go get all dressed up exactly the same and go to Disneyland. And it's like it's more of an identity. It was last time I wish I'd said this, but this lady comes up in like a pink uh, tank top. She's like, "Why are you guys all dressed alike?" And I was like, "Oh my god, why didn't I say? I don't know." Why are you people all wearing pink tank tops? Yeah. Because there's so many people wearing pink tops. Like, yeah. Look at yeah. you people. Y'all dress yeah. alike. Yeah. And there's like total like lack of awareness. Yeah. Of their surroundings. It's like, yeah, we're all dressed alike, but we're this tiny little small group over here. You're all dressed <laughs> alike and you're like the world. And you don't notice it. <laughs> you like, don't no- yeah. You yes. don't notice it because you see you dress like that every day. Right? So. I, repeat after me. I'm an individual. Yeah. I'm, I'm an individual. individual. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> yes. Yes. So there it is. Nerddom. Oh, no. So the point was, uh, so you, you look at other people and see, well, what, what did people like about that guy? And then I actually started, uh, I was always nice to people, but I noticed these guys used to always make fun of my friend Dave, who was sort of my friend because he was a geek, but he seemed to like that, and that seemed to make them more popular, so I started making fun of Dave, and that sort of made me more popular. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, it's, it always seemed to me, that was the thing I always kind of observed didn't realize I was observing back then, but observe, was observing always in high school, and um, that it seemed to be that the reason why the the people who were most popular were the most popular was because they were exerting some kind of thing over somebody else, or or putting other people down, even even amongst even themselves. themselves. Yeah, 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 even amongst themselves. Hey, fuck face, what are you doing? Hey, I fucked your mom last night, and you know shit like that, and it's like. So much so that they don't, they don't even notice it as an insult. Like, they think it's actually kind of funny. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, they do. Yeah. And I used to hate it when I was... Before that. Before I realized, oh, okay, that's a... Guys just rip... It's like, yeah. they said on South Park, guys just rip on each other. And so then the, yeah. the whole uh, homeschool yeah, kids, yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, Ooh, City yeah. on the Edge of Forever or whatever, the... Um, the Star Trek slash, um, yeah, where you got the the homeschool girl and the stands kind of liking the homeschool girl, and they said, "Well, kids, just guys just kind of rip on each other and stuff," and and it's just like I never I never got into that. And yeah. and now I it's funny I work in a place now Ash and I both work in a place now where it's full of guys like that who all just spend all day long insulting each other talking about how they fucked each other's mom talking about how the other guy's dick is small talking about how this guy's gay or whatever wow. and it's just like 
Wow, there's so much more to life and so much more interesting things about ourselves and each other than what we can do to cut each other down. And there's so many people who, like, even when they're trying to be nice with people, like, not in that group, they think that insulting you is a form of... Sure. Like, a, conversation. A, a, a form of bonding. Yeah, and I'm just like, why are you... You're an asshole. And, like, so I don't... Right. Like, that makes them right. worse, because I don't know you, and you're doing that to right. me. It's like, well, it's like this scene, the first time I'd never seen Demolition Man, and, and somebody mentioned the whole three shells thing on, with the toilet paper, because Stallone's in the future, and he doesn't know how to use the, he doesn't know how to wipe his ass with anything other than toilet paper, because they don't use toilet paper anymore. And, 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 but then he's talking to an old friend of his, who was young when he, when he left, and when he arrives, he's an old man yeah. now, and they're talking to each other, and they're kind of insulting each other, and, and Sandra Bullock and everybody, and Rob Schneider are in the background, <laughs> going, oh yes, males used to insult each other. There's a form of blah, 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 and I'm just like, wow, that's we're going to be looking back. The people that are going to be, but, but I wish you could look back at but, it. <laughs> but that's the funny, yeah, I wish we could look back at it. I didn't even like people calling me Coleman. Be. Oh, uh, yeah, like yeah. Grade. I was like, yes. My name's Mike. I hated it when people called me Simpson. Because it seemed, I fucking hate, yes, seemed it insulting. Derogatory. Yeah. Just the fact the way they would put it. It's emphasis, casual. It's, it's like it's... Jerry Seinfeld and Hello Newman. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that like that. thing. It's, yeah. that, it's that punching you in the head. Like, hitting you on the head with a hammer and knocking you down like a nail one level every time someone says your name. And I always hated that. But the weird thing is in Japan, which is another reason I was Coleman-sensei, it's the opposite. Right. You call someone by the first name, it's like, whoa, I don't know you. Right. All right? But as you, you call everyone by like, hey, Suzuki. Or, hey, Coleman. And it's like, yes, sir. Yeah. Like, everything is very polite. But Right. And right, so, right, yeah, right. that was another reason. That's another, another yeah. So that's of, the reason I'm Coleman sent it. Right. Going back <laughs> to, going back to um, how things used to be in, in media of that whole, the whole thing of the boss and says, you know, Hodgkins, get in here, you know, and... Every you, cop movie still has it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, cops, cops and military always call each yeah. other by the last name. They're always black. And it's, it's a pecking order thing, too. And it's, it's, That's why I'd never be in the military. Right. I me either. Me either. I could I I never do well I, I, I'm an asshole. So. I, I would be curled up in a ball sucking my thumb after that, a day. Oh, I couldn't even do the physical, no. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't have a spleen, so I don't have to join. Well, there you go. And I had bad feet. I had flat feet. Oh, so, hey, they, they we never have to be in the military. Right. Yeah. Right. So, that seems um, not as bad. So what, it, what's, um, so what is out... Out right now that With you're me? digging. What, oh, what kind okay. of stuff? What kind of oh. stuff? No, no, you're oh. all tucked in right when now. When is this going to? Um, when is this going? This air? is going to go up tomorrow, actually. Shit. Okay, I can't tell you what's in my backyard then. Oh, in your backyard? Yes, it's a secret. Oh, okay. It's getting wet right now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it is raining pretty hard out there. Do you need to stop for a moment? No, <laughs> no. I'll show you after the podcast. Okay. All right. I told one other friend uh, it's something on the internet, and eventually I was like, "That's mine." And he was like, fuck you. And so I sent him a picture with Bukake on it. And that's that's my snake. Is snake. It's my snake. <laughs> this is his Her snake. Is this is snake. Yes. And he was like, yep, that's yours. And so uh, he's like, can I interview you about this thing? And I was like, well, you can't until December 8th because it's for a reality show. Okay. And All he right. goes, oh, it takes me that long to edit it. Don't worry. So he came right over and we we're doing that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this, this goes fast. up tomorrow. So, no, that's fine. Um, yeah. I, Afterwards, you'd be we, like, we record fuck on, you. We record on Sundays and, and put them out on Mondays. Sometimes we wait a week or two. Like... We did three podcast, recorded three podcasts in one day. Maria, Bonnie, and Sue all in one day because we were both going to have Sundays where we weren't going to be available. So we did one marathon day of three podcasts in a row, and it worked out fine. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, um, what's yes. what's in the media that's out right now that yes. you're you're? Well, I brought that up because it would influence what's in my backyard. Like, like what are you recommending? Uh, well, well, naturally, any Marvel movie. That's obvious, right? Because <laughs> they seem to be doing things right. I mean, there's um, not a lot of stuff right now, but there might be something that you uh, have discovered games. really... Oh, sure, I video games. I see a lot of stuff from... 
There was like a time I wrote one of the episodes of Tales. I put it online, and like somebody commented on it. They're like, "You've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed, haven't you?" It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. like pepper it with things, or yeah. or I take like it's mainly because I do like uh, Easter eggy things in the show. I was going to write a whole like um, footnotes, like uh, oh right, call those things like annotations. Morrison always does them. Annotations. Annotations, of, yes. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I was going to do it because there's so many uh, pop culture references or just right. one-liners. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that pepper it. So um, right now I've just started Shadow of Mordor. Um, <laughs> oh, everybody's saying it's a great game. Yeah, I was like... It's got the fighting of, of Arkham City. It's the same fighting engine as Arkham, Bat, the Batman yep, and, and Arkham and games. Assassin's Creed. Right, right. And you have Assassin's Creed climbing. But then there's this, uh, this whole thing with like... Every there's 20 different. orcs, yeah. and in that in those 20 orcs, there is this entire thread of pecking order that goes through every single one of them. So when you kill one of them, the next they time you go up. back, the next one moves back. Or if they kill you... You get killed, then, you fucking suck. Right, you never you, die. Yeah, if they kill you, then you have to go and fight the next guy. Or oh, it gets like worse, that. as I discovered today. Somebody kills you, they get a name, they become a captain, they are now on the list. And they are a revenge character. I swear I've killed this guy twice already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time he comes back... He's more and more fucked up. Oh, fucking cool! Like, he's got scars. He's got yeah, shit all yeah, He's like, yeah. you thought you killed me once! And then, uh, I, I, I hope third time will be the charm, but um, you die and you fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because that asshole is now... Well, that's what everybody says in... The, in, in, in uh, they, you, you spend a lot of time dying and over and over and over and over again. Well, luckily I don't. I've only died well, like three good, times. that's good. Because they give you these saves. Like, you're, you're dead, but then it goes... Or you can block this guy who's about to kill you, and it gives you one last chance, and you block him, and then you can run. Well, that's good. That's been that's very handy. That's good. Uh, Karen dies all the time. Yeah, she's yeah. screwed. Yeah. Uh, well, I just I just uh, picked up Skyrim again because I got a I got a PC yeah. at home, and finally, and got tired of of uh, I played 360 hours of Skyrim on PS3, and so then I just went. And I didn't know that many hours. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Oh, the quests go on uh, and on. Yeah, I stopped and on eventually. And, oh, so good. It's well, there's so that good. glitch where, like, the blood mother or whatever she is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She just doesn't stop giving you quests. That's not a glitch. That's built oh. in. You Once you're in the Dark Brotherhood, you just keep going and yeah. going and going and going and going. But it sucks because you kill people you know sometimes. You're like, yeah. hey, how's it doing? I had to go kill Narfi. I, I didn't feel good about that. <laughs> That's the thing about this game, about, about Skyrim, is sometimes it's an emotional investment. You wind up having dreams about it. And sometimes <laughs> yes, you yes. sometimes you got to do stuff you don't want to do. Like Thieves Quest, like I don't want to go rough people. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, but then once you get past that, it's okay. But well, now we got Dragon Age Inquisition, mm-hmm. which is whisking its way here. It's basically it's like you play Dragon Age. I have not played Dragon oh, Age. Oh, it's 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 kind of more fun because it's not as dreary. It's like a little more colorful and cartoony and third uh-huh. person-y. Uh huh. But now they've got like a whole huge world. Oh yeah, there's like so a it's a all huge Skyrim now. Open yeah. world, yeah, but yeah. A little simpler. You don't feel like you're actually making every fucking thing. Like, it's yeah. a bit more like, I'm a Well, that's the thing I like about Skyrim. You can do as much or as little of everything as, as you want. But you really you feel like you live eat. there. Too. There's food everywhere. You don't have to eat any yeah. of it. There's, you, you can, can make stuff. There's ingredients. You can, yeah. you can make potions or They're you can buy them. in my chest at there's, home. Yeah, there, you can make potions or you can buy them. There's, there's smithing. You can find weapons or you can make them. And you can do as much or as little as you want. 
And and the way the way that you eke out three hundred and sixty hours worth of Skyrim is you eventually wind up like so so you've gone all the way to a hundred with your archery. Okay, it's time to switch to to to, to two handed weapons or time to switch. to Oh, one-handed you can upgrade. or switch to oh, me- okay. you can do. I with, thought it stops when the levels stop. At three, well, no, but oh. well, that one you can start it over again and you get all those those uh, perks back and you can dis- redisseminate them to other things. Oh, or you can put them back in wherever you want, but um. The thing that I found the way the way that I wound up playing 360 hours of Skyrim was that I was head of the Mages Guild. I was in the night. Oh yeah, the head, head of the Nightingales. Yeah. I was the the Archmage of Winterhold. I was the head of the uh, the um, companions. I was a werewolf. Yeah, I had a friend who just vampire. did. He was, did this. He's like, I was like, oh, do the thief stuff. He's like, no, no, I'm trying to do this sort of character concept. I'm just sort of. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm just going to do good stuff. I'm like, put this right there. Like so, I'm like yeah. you. I'm like, but I want to do this. And so I did yeah. everything. And he's like, no, I have a character. And I'm gonna stick to my character. Sure, yeah, like, yeah. And that's right the thing. on. All right. Like when I first played, <laughs> I started hard. off as a magic user, and then I picked up my first bow <laughs> yeah. and arrow, and it was like, oh. <laughs> and then so I completely. So I went through the whole magic user, went through all the way through the end, and did that whole thing. But then I went and picked. Up, and then I started doing the, the thieves thing, and then the assassins guild, and then I started doing all those things. Yeah. And. So then, then I realized, well, I can do all this. So this time when I played it, I started over. During that first sequence, when you're escaping from the dragon, from escaping from being executed, you're exp- escaping Helgen. There's a there's a cave system that you go through yes. that has every type of weapon that you can get. Right. That has magic a magic spell has a a, a short sword, a long two handed sword, a shield, a bow and arrow, blah, blah blah. And as you go through, and I pick up the bow and arrow. I started with a sword and whacked a couple guys with a sword. Then I picked up the bow and arrow and haven't looked back. So I'm I'm doing the whole Thieves Guild quest all the way to the end, and the Nightingales all the way to the end. Then I'm going to start going out and do everything else. Crazy archery. Yeah. And that's the great thing about that game is, like I said, you can do as much or as little. You can make literally make it your own. And that's why I think Mm. Skyrim is the best RPG that's ever been made. Yeah. Have you it, done online, the online one? I have not. Um, can't even imagine. From what I understand, and from what everybody has Uh-oh. said, it's not no. great. And uh, it, it's very much like World of Warcraft, and like, you can't go into this area because you're not this level, or you're not on this quest. It's not open world. It's not, it's this oh. thing that's, that once you go on a quest path, you're in a very linear path. Then you uh, stop that one, you go to the next one, and then you're, yeah, and it's, 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 yeah, it's nope. not what you would think it would be, where it's this yeah. big open world on it. And Final then you, Fantasy you have an, right, you have another thing where you're like, you walk into a cave and there's this monster, and you go, you fight your way through this cave all the way to the end to fight the bad guy, and there's six people in line ahead of you waiting to kill this bad guy, and then you have to wait for it to respawn. Oh no! And, way. Then, and then you have people who are who are trolling, who are who are killing noobs. Well, what no? What you do oh. is you're sitting there, you're killing this thing, and then right before you shoot the last shot, they shoot it and they get all the gold and everything. Nice. Yeah, I would do that. So it's not <laughs> good. so I'm waiting, hoping, praying, and waiting till the day comes when TES six comes out. Someday there will be hopefully a is Elder there, Scrolls six. Yeah, because they put all their shit into this multiplayer. So now, this but is... it's not. It's a different branch of the company. It's oh, not there are the different same, people working. They're on different it? developers actually. So kind of like the Ubisoft. people who made Skyrim, who made the one before, the one before. Bethesda. Those are not the same people working on the Elder Scrolls Online. That's their own team. Okay. It's all part of Bethesda, the the, yeah. the giant umbrella of Bethesda, but they're their own company, their own team, their own developers. Okay. Well, like Ubisoft has uh, two different teams doing Assassin's Creed, right? Which is why Unity sucks, but Rogue is good, right? Right. right and right. why they're able to pop them out at the same time, right? 
You it's like the about? Disney films in California Studio and Florida Studio. You look at Lilo and Stitch, and it's fucking phenomenal because it was made in Florida, not in California. It was away from all the suits. They kind of did their own thing. Or Universal Studios. Well, yeah. that's a totally different reason. Yeah, yeah. Universal Studios theme park is awesome in yeah. Florida. That's because they have more space there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's Disney, here. Walt Disney World to Epcot Center. Yeah, it's all in I'm from Florida, baby. Yeah. Seven times bigger. Eight awesome. times now. Oh, it's great. It's great. I came here, and people were like, let's go to Disneyland. I'm like, why? <laughs> Is it just Disneyland? Or Bigger yeah, in like, Florida. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And then I, now I go once a year. And but at least they're building, building Harry Potter World out here. Yeah. Universal. They yeah. tore out, what is it? They tore out one of them. The, the Monster Maze, House of Horrors. Oh, they tore out the amphitheater and they're putting in for... They did? Yeah, the Gibson oh, Amphitheater is gone. Oh, a Gibson Amphitheater is gone? gone, yeah. Holy shit. They tore it out Nobody and they're putting in Harry Potter World now. That's where I saw uh, the Sex Pistols when they came back. Yeah, yeah. I saw Sex Pistols. I saw oh, Marilyn Manson. I saw... Um, oh, I saw... Wait, were you at the Sex Pistols in 96? No. Oh, I damn. saw the next time they came through. Uh, no, I saw them in... What? Sorry, I saw them in Colorado. saw them in Colorado. Ah, I hate you. Because so, that was great. crazy. I saw um, a show at Gibson. It was Devo. Whoa. Violent Femmes, Devo, and Ween in one show. It was crazy! It was so good. Is, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the worst multi-bill I saw was... Uh, Alternative Nation, early nineties. Remember Alternative Nation? Uh, yeah, yeah, Kennedy, yeah, 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 yeah. Kennedy, yeah, yeah. That yeah. whole bullshit. Yeah. So I went to see Screaming Trees. Oh yeah, and Annealing. yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, the other band was also like uh, awesome but obscure band, and um, it was capped by uh, one two princes. So Spin Doctors, Spin Doctors, yeah, who were good, and then got high and just got fucking bizarre. Yeah, and. I was there for that, and I was like singing along with the songs. I was the only one standing up for like Screaming Trees and Soul Asylum. That's it. Yeah, Soul Asylum. Asylum. Oh, and I was just like Runaway Train and all that. Yeah, yeah, but I think it was just before that. Yeah, it was like yeah, they yeah. had like uh, just one or two things. Yeah, there was that one song that they did on um, awesome the, the MTV 120 really Minutes album. Heavy yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yes. Smash against the. Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. So I went for them, and I was like, the only one I was like, yeah. Oh, and then I sit down, and then it was. Uh, <laughs> the two princes I keep yeah, yeah. Spin Doctors Spin Doctors Whole place gets out All goes like Wow yeah. People are singing along My friend is just pissed off At this yeah. point and there was a like, time, I'm here to listen to them Shut There was up. a time When it was Yeah When, when Alternative was good And then And then the, the, the mainstream It's like with everything yeah. The mainstream thing happened And Yeah And you have Madonna Signing bands <laughs> yeah. That have been together A week or yeah. Well I guess Candlebox Yeah It was Well Candlebox Sorry Um <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Gasol, well, see, I'm from turned Col- out to be all right, but right. it was like three concerts they did, and then boom. Yeah, yeah, and then I, I was in Colorado through all the '90s stuff, and um, and so Ooh. there were these little bars and little little clubs in Boulder, and you could go see bands. Like I saw, I saw, um, Course of Empire, um, 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 uh, Stabbing Westward, and ah. one other band in an in an attic, like in a, in a loft of a of a bar. It was really good. The stage was like six inches high, and that was really awesome. And I saw um, used to see Switchblade Symphony all the time. Oh yeah, and I actually got to see at one of those clubs in Boulder. I got to see the Wolfgang Press. Yeah, the Wolfgang Press, and I can't remember who opened. Oh, it was uh, the Godfathers opened for them. Is it the Godfathers? They did uh, Birth School Work Death and um, oh, okay. and um, uh, She Gives Me Love and they were kind of like a very kind of stylized British rock band alt rock band 
Um, with the Luckily, the Melvins never got popular. <laughs> yeah. So I can go to their concerts. Yeah, and would yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Yeah, Gary Newman was saying he just did a gig in the UK, saying it was the biggest crowd he'd played since '81 in the UK. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> Weird. I don't know. I remember uh, he moved, in, he moved to America for a long time. He'd been living in America forever. Oh, they're just glad to have him back. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Rock and Rio '91? Mm, I heard about it. <laughs> it was because uh, I had gotten to Faith No More at the time, and they oh, were headlining, yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah. "Cool." And then, uh, but uh, George Michael was popular with Freedom '91. Oh yeah, he had like. I think it was 10,000 people. Yeah. And then AHA played, and they hadn't had a, a hit in like eight years. Right. And they had 100,000 people. The last thing they played. Well, but that's the thing. They hadn't had a hit in America, but But they're huge Aha, everywhere else, yeah. They're still a band. Yeah. They're still together. They're still putting out yeah, albums every coming year out, in Norway, like, Sweden, and, and the UK. doing a concert? Yeah. I mean, the last thing they had any kind of a hit with was Living Daylights in, uh, wow. in 87. Yeah. 87. Yeah. So yeah, the Living Daylights. Um, that was the James Bond movie theme, and yep. but they they were still doing albums. I mean, I my my first boss that I had in California. There's only three bands he likes. Only three things that he likes: Aha, Staying in the Police. Wow! And he you should give him some goatee albums. Still gets all the new Aha albums whenever they come out, and still likes them. Wow! Now I'm gonna go listen to Aha. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing is uh, another thing about living in Japan is that uh, all the newspapers are about. The rest of the world, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and everyone in America is just like, oh, yeah, America. oh yeah, yeah. There's no country else. It's like, oh, there's some world. Like Colbert's great about it. Yeah, he's, what did Eddie Izzard say? Do you know those other countries? <laughs> no. So I really didn't want to come home, mainly because it was 2000 and uh, Bush and Gore, and I was like, no way, that guy, that guy is not going to win. There's no way. And I was like, it wouldn't be terrible because he has some good guys on his team, but. No way, he's, no way he's going to win, and then the his rest of the world stole the election, and then yeah. there you go. <laughs> and then in America, everyone was as horrified as people were in America. There were still people going like, "Well, that's right." Outside of the world, they're like, "What the fuck did you people do?" Yeah, exactly. The rest of the are world you, is what? Like, oh, like they just saw it as like, "Are you? Did you what? You just yeah. It's like it's like Satan. Like, yeah. I'm not comparing Bush right. to Satan, but it's as if they were looking at that and no one it's else a, can it's see a, it. It's a welcome comparison. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> So, is there anything else out? I'm sorry. In yes. any form of media, yes, video games, books, and... video games, TV, movies, uh, comics, uh, anything, music, bands, anything that's out that you're recommending or you're digging on. It's, I'm gonna sidetrack again because I actually put it online. I was like, I'm bored with my music. What's what do you new kids listen to nowadays? Because since '94, <laughs> I haven't really liked much music. And, uh, oh, I've got a lot of stuff for you. I mean, bands. 2012 was a great year for music. Really? Like oh, new bands? Pheno- well, no, it was 2013. There were new bands, yeah. There were some new bands. That's okay. good stuff. I actually, I like Gautier. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's <laughs> I feel right. bad saying it. No, but that's all right. I like Sting. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and my son loves it. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I've been I've been on that. Even though some of it's a little too, I don't want to say boring, but boring. Um, <laughs> like he's very much into like samples and things. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And um, while that's exciting, if you think about puppy. how it was made, it's like the end result is kind of like, ah, oh, that's a nice melody. It's yeah, a little boring. Yeah. Um, but a couple of his songs are like really melodic. I like melodic. I like really melodic things because I grew up on the Beagles. Um, and I like people screaming. Uh, no, I like women. This sounds terrible. Women screaming. Wailing. I like people who wail. Right. So right. I like Sinead O'Connor. I like right. Bjork. Yeah. yeah um, if a guy can do it, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Any new bands like that? It makes sense. <laughs> I'm not thinking. I'm not, it's coming to mind. Although screamy something. No, not really screamy. <laughs> no. A lot of it's... We're kind of... We're kind of in this um, 
teenage girls rule the, rule the media kind of thing right now. A lot of the movies and the yeah. music and stuff that's coming out. We're kind of in another Tiffany, Debbie Gibson kind of period where, you know, mall, <laughs> where, you know, malls are good and teenage girls, teenage, the opinions of teenage girls rule the world. And teenage girls are great and they're fun and everything like them. that. But we're just kind of, there's just kind of, um, you know, there's not a lot of rock music right now. There's not a lot oh, of... Oh, in that love. Of, yeah. yeah. I remember right. Chumba Woman was the only rock band. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That had a hit. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They, like, kept it alive. Yeah, for that was 98, 99, 97, yeah, was, 98. Yeah. yeah, that's right Right when I moved to L.A. Oh, yeah, so... No, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't... Man, what's... I feel old because I'm like, I don't know, I just go to see movies. Like, Interstellar, I saw half of that was good. Um, <laughs> wait, Interstellar was good to a point. Like, uh... What's another one? Have you seen Interstellar? No. Oh, Ash saw it, but yeah, yeah, and that's what everybody says. It's good yeah. to a point. It's it's good up to a point, and then some of the science and some of the things just kind of. Well, the science is is pretty much good throughout, except for the ice. The guy who was the scientist that was yeah. behind the movie, right? He was like, everything's totally up to up to par, except for that ice planet. That was all. I don't know what that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not so much the science; it's like the story. Yeah, it's like he has nothing to do with that. I mean, nothing the scientists can do on. The, I mean, they've already have a story. A lot of times when people try to blame consultants of movies, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, no, we want this to happen. And the scientists are like, okay. Yeah. What am I going to do about that? And yeah, it's like, yeah. So love is apparently more important than science in this movie. Well, yeah, like you do. So uh, It's like the new Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Unfortunately, Who. I saw it after the Doctor Who finale, which is all about love yeah. as a thing. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. And then I saw Interstellar and I was like, oh, really? Really? <laughs> It's bad enough that well, they lost it. Well, I don't know. I think, this, I think this, this series of Doctor Who, I didn't think there was a single bad episode, but... Uh, series Kill the eight, Moon. Series 8. I Kill love the Kill the Moon. I love what? Kill the Moon. What? Oh, it blew apart, but it's okay. It's back here. <laughs> it's like, what? That made no sense. Yeah, you know. It was going back into Moffat. A uh, little bit. A little bit. But but so much of what Moffat has perpetrated during the Matt Smith years was Perpetrated. not done this season. I definitely love the uh, quality... They've taken their time. They finally they got rid of that problem with Moffat, yeah, which yeah, is like it always yeah, felt yeah, like a ninety minute. There were no there were no 30. crazy paradoxes that didn't make sense. There were no you know Total special. There problems. were no special people. There were no no this no one one, special, one yeah. girl saves the universe thing. There was none of that. It was but it took Clara. Its time Clara, with Clara yes, that's what I mean. Clara like, was a real person. Time. The relationship. Yes, everyone yeah, was like a real developed person. Developed along real lines. Um, they, they they didn't this, cut this they series. This series was much more about Clara and less about the Doctor. I kind of like that, yeah. And yeah, and made and person. also and much more like the, when Doctor Who first started, it was all about Ian and Barbara and Susan, and not as much about the Doctor. Yeah, and they said they're going back to like this, right? Sort of first and time. and but the Doctor he, was cranky and eccentric, he was too and, cranky and, in some of that shit. Oh, though, no, man, no, he was no, like was so great. This makes no sense. Every sometimes. time the crankier he got, the more and more. Sometimes I loved it wasn't cranky; him. it was just downright like mean for no reason. Like we were talking about people who are just mean to you like it's like whoa yeah you kind of went too far with that it just felt like the writers were like da da he'd do stuff like almost unforgivable yeah it's like almost there's no way but then Clara called him on his shit too which I which they finally gave Clara a voice they finally that was great she was the boss yes that episode uh, Robin Hood was that that one where they're like finally who's your boss it's like her they finally yeah oh no they said yeah who's this she's my what are you she's she's my cat she cares so I don't have to but that was the second. Yeah, that was, it was so good. Every every episode, just so good. I liked Kill the Moon. I liked it. That's too bad. <laughs> That's where I just went. What? So. We're over an hour and twenty, and uh, <laughs> no, no, it's plenty to edit. It's way it happens. Lots to take. No, 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 no. I, I did take... not. I'm sorry, I didn't answer your question because I didn't. No, know. that's all right. That's okay. Well, you recommended uh, the new Shadow of Mortar, so that's a good recommendation. I don't recommend Destiny. 
Uh, okay. I don't know if you've heard about that. Okay. You like you don't let you talk about MMOs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a third of a game in there, and it stops. And then you go, is there is there more? Yeah. Oh wait, that was the end. Yeah. It's over. We just yeah. played for like three days. It's done. Yeah. And then I, three things I don't like: uh, replaying missions, mm. uh, replaying games. Yeah. Uh, you replay each mission five, ten. It's a grinding game. All you do is replay the same areas. Oh wow. Over and there's not a lot. There's like twenty. Over and over. Wow. And you can't. They're like, okay, clearly they want you to play the multiplayer, but it's so broken that like you're getting like one shot kills from people who have better armor and better gear, like Call of Duty. Mm. Whereas like I just started playing, dudes, and uh, it's based. They told me that it's based uh, on your connection, not on your level abilities. On your connection to the internet. Yes, wow. that is how they put teams together. <laughs> the faster the connection. Wow, I just got yes. new internet. Maybe I should play their Destiny. No. Give it a try. Everybody I played with at work, we, we were like, yeah! And now they're all just like, fuck that game. Like, they don't want to wow. go back to it. All right. I'm like, I got a PS4, guys. I won't be on uh, Yeah, you know, and Sorry. there's a lot of other people. I listen to um, I listen to the indoor kids. They talk, all they talk about is video games, and they nice. said the same thing about Destiny, that they're not loving it, so. No, it's like, you got to, uh, zero punctuation. You got to watch that with Yahtzee. I don't know if you watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're awesome. Cool. It's, he makes little animations for what he's ranting about. He's okay. British. And he's oh, just okay, like, okay, okay. here's the steps. And now the steps are getting bigger. And it's like, well, I can't go on to the next story level. I have to go back and grind over and over and over and over to get high enough to get back to the story. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, and the good. thing where you walk into the wrong area. And the See, exact same characters, but they're twenty levels higher, and they just stomp you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I—that's what I like about Skyrim—is—is is the algorithm that's built into it, yes. where every the whole world levels up with you. Yeah. So you're always just struggling a little bit. <laughs> yes. It's not like sometimes horror, there are dudes you're like. It's not like horror genre where where. Um, it's not like horror Wars. genre where you're completely underpowered all the time, but it's it's that it's challenging and it's always just the right amount of challenging to make you not say fuck this game I'm walking away and that's what I love about Skyrim and and when you know some random guard mentions hey stay out of this cave outside of this town and it shows up on your map it's locked it's that 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 area is locked at whatever level you're in when it starts oh. so you can wait a little bit and then go back to oh, that I see what you're saying yeah yeah you so go back to be... that and then you can you can kind of breeze through it so but ah, um, now you tell me. But yeah, no Skyrim. Shit. I just I can't ever recommend it highly enough. I just I, I go and play. I want to play it forever. Gen Z saying they're playing uh, Dragon Age is making her miss Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. what can you do? Yeah, yeah. yes. All right. All right so, well, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. And, uh, Great. We'll be uh, please. Um, uh, where we where where can people find you? Your uh, your same uh, website again. Mtc dot net. That's random e- commercials. M- that's e m p t y s e a dot net, which is it's like the C, M-T-C, but it's empty. C, Michael T. Coleman. Net. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's it's multi level. It's like something two XP. People ask us what it means. It means something something to experience podcast. Well, the, but it's also two XP, like XP, like like uh, experience two points. X like players. it's a rolling <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the crazy guy, uh, the unknown. I told yeah, you he's nuts. Yeah. I made everyone a T shirt in the cast. They can put whatever they want on the back, like a quote. And he wrote the back of his is black on black, and it goes. Uh, Michael Thomas Coleman, and then in parentheses, as MTC. Or his initials are MTC. And that's, he just thought that was the stupidest thing. So, <laughs> uh, so yes, MTC.net. You can find those things. Um, what other stuff? I guess, yeah, that. Do you have, do you have a Twitter? Do you have a. I got the Facebook fan page for all the uh, Street Fighter kids. Okay. okay. <laughs> we have a fan in Dubai. Okay. He's always like, Cody, what you doing? Uh, none. Well, let's play. I'm really not good at it. That's fine. Let's play. <laughs> He's like, do you see Guy? 
uh, yeah, yeah, no, Jason lives down the street, actually. I see him all, all the time. He's like, great. I'm like, hey, Jason, uh, there's this dude in Dubai. He's totally fanning on me. He's like, me too. I'm like, what? He's like, we've got to go to Dubai, brother. I'm like, let's go to Dubai. All right, let's try to get into the... Let's try to get into the Comic-Con there. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, all right, uh, let's call Max Landis. Hey, uh, how do you get into the Comic-Con? We thought it'd be fun if we went. He's like, look, you've got to be serious to get into the comic- Comic-Con in Dubai. We're like, wow, you're an asshole again. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why I thought for two seconds why, it'd be cool. Yeah, you got to anything that, you know, trying to get anything out of Max Landis. He was cool helpful. for five seconds on a private message once. And I was like, maybe he's not so bad. And I gave him a second chance. I befriended him. And now I'm just like, damn, he's a raging asshole who takes things too seriously. Damn uh, All right, so, yes, so that um, went too long. <laughs> yeah. And you'll see me at conventions usually dressed as Littlefinger. Yes, uh, creepily so as Littlefinger. I apologize. You're a creep. No, no, you're, no, no, I have to. It, it, it's a testament to your cosplaying skills. I mean, okay, granted, you have. I shaved. You have, yeah, <laughs> you have physicality that, that very closely resembles the actor who plays Littlefinger on I practice the voice. And you practice the voice. But, that, you know, that, but then there's that whole everything that goes along with that character. He's a bad, bad man. That's what people yell at me. Yes. And. You dress up like this character, and you look so much like him that people want to hurt me. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it it, it 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 makes me uncomfortable. People come up to me, they go, "It makes me so well done, like well done on like your you. costume, and well done for Thank making you. people hate you." And that's and what for got making me, uh, people uncomfortable. In School of Thrones was mainly because of that effort. <laughs> yes, and then I auditioned for it, and then you met Mercer. But check out School of Thrones. School of Thrones. School yes. Of Thrones. Is there a yeah, link for that? Um, yeah, it's on YouTube. Just type in School of Thrones. School of Thrones. Okay, and you'll see. Make sure you watch past the first episode. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I love school. Oh, that's great. Have, have you seen it? Because it had four million views. I was like, did you see episode two? The one I'm in, not the other one. No. They're like, ah, no. No. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Come on. It's well, like then, so 4, we also do internet recommendations. Oh, so, so school watch friends. that. Okay, school it's of friends. A lot of, that's a recommendation officially. Uh, if you know Mean Girls, especially, it's related yeah. to that. So okay. It's like Mean Girls meets Game of Thrones. Cool. I have, my friend watched it, didn't have Without a Lindsay Lohan. Um, okay, Thank so. Uh, <laughs> well, um, okay, so. Uh, yes, uh, Ramble. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Yes. Um, please go to iTunes and subscribe and write us a review. Oh, and uh, email us uh, at something2xp at gmail.com and say hello to the NSA when you do. Yay. And always remember, please be kind. The Something Something Experience podcast was conceived and produced by Ash Jones and Michael John Simpson. Intro music, Ways to Change Faces, and outro music, Scorpio 37, was written, produced, and provided by the talented Sebastian Ciceri. You can find us online as Something2XP on iTunes, WordPress, and YouTube. Please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Email Something2XP at gmail.com. We invite your feedback. Please be kind.